Blog Talk Radio. We're having te- technical difficulties here. Sign in again. Let me see how I sign out. No, I can't end the show. I have to sign out. No, just end it and, and go back on it. Just hit the X. No, that won't work. I'm still signed in, David. I have to log out. This is Stephanie Tippy. For some reason, we're having some difficulties. I'm going to try one thing and see if this is going to work. Welcome to Aging Younger Radio, the podcast that's all about disease prevention using natural health alternatives. If you're searching for natural solutions to staying fit and healthy, you've tuned into the right place. Your hosts are David and Stephanie Tippy, two naturopaths with the advice and recommendations you need to steer clear of the modern medical mess created by Big Pharma. Today, more than ever, health is wealth. And on Aging Younger Radio, you'll get the tools and info you need to be the wealthiest person in town. So if having younger skin, a healthier heart, a stronger immune system, and more are what you desire, stick around. And now give a warm welcome to David and Stephanie. Welcome to Aging Younger Radio. This is Stephanie Tippy. Sorry about that. There was a, a little technical glitch here with Blog Talk Radio. We are online. Uh, we are broadcasting live from our clinic in Waterhill, Florida. We can be reached at 954-742-4430. And you can find us online at agingyounger.net. Yes, I'm David Tippy, and welcome to the Aging Younger Show. And I want to start off today by saying I'm sure that... Uh, you understand that the government is not always uh, playing favorites with the public, and they fool you into believing such things as fluoride is safe. Fluoride is a, is a uh, neurotoxin and is an endocrine-disrupting drug that weakens bones, and there is no known physiological requirement of, for, of for, uh, fluoride in water or anything else. When the government tells you it is safe, and when uh, and then prevents you from purchasing it over the counter, stating that it is a drug, and only your doctor can prescribe it, something is terribly revealing here because of fluoride's toxicity. You can purchase fluoride supplements over the counter; they can only be dispensed by prescription under the supervision of a doctor. In short, sodium fluoride is not a nutritional substance. It is a prescription drug and a dangerous one. Although fluoride drugs have been prescribed for over 50 years, the FDA recently announced that marketing fluoride drops and tablets for cavity prevention violates federal law because they are effective. The FDA made this stunning declaration in a warning letter in which the agency called on a manufacturer to immediately cease selling fluoride drops and tablets. Removing harmful fluoride drugs from the market will protect the health of millions of children, 
But we also need to address the big elephant in the room, and that elephant is the water fluoridation. With water fluoridation, cities and towns can add almost the same dose of fluoride contained in prescription fluoride drops and tablets to each glass of uh, water the toddler drinks with uh, no supervision of the health professional and without the informed consent of a parent. I hope you start to understand that why in many of our radio shows that we state giving the FDA authority to govern the drug industry as well as Mother Nature's natural industry is an automatic conflict of interest and will create collusion between the big money businesses of pharmaceutical industry, and we refer to it as the drug cartel, for the legal drugs kill hundreds of thousands more people each year, more than do the illegal drugs. On January 13th of 2016, the FDA sent a warning letter to Kirkman Laboratories incorporated demanding that the manufacturer immediately discontinue the marketing of its fluoride drops and tablets. Now, while we believe, as do many scientists, that fluoride is a toxin and should not be consumed at all, we want to use this example to show you how the FDA protects the interests of the drug cartel. Now, the FDA's warning letter clearly stated that fluoride drops and tablets are, quote, unapproved new drugs, close quote, because, one, they are not generally recognized as safe and effective for prevention purposes, and secondly, no, no manufacturer has ever provided the FDA with adequate studies to demonstrate the drug's safety, and effectiveness. This isn't the first time the FDA has stated that fluoride drops in tablets are uh, unapproved drugs. The FDA first gradually admitted this bewildering fact in the 1990s in response to a dogged investigation by the late New Jersey uh, assemblyman, John Kelly. What makes the warning letter of the Kirkman to alert it to the Kirkman. So significant, however, is that the FDA has finally decided to take enforcement action against a company producing these drugs. The FDA's warning letter is a historic development, but remains to be done. But much still remains to be done. The real test will be whether FDA follows through on its own conclusions by going after the larger companies that are currently manufacturing the very same fluoride drugs. Three of the largest companies making fluoride drops and tablets today are Libertas Pharma, Inc., Sancilio and Company, Inc., and Qualitest. And so far, the FDA has not taken any action against these companies. For, the, for this reason, the Fluoride Action Network, which is known as FAN, an International Academy of Oral Medicine and Toxi uh, Toxicology, the IAOMT, have f 
filed a citizen's position with the FDA that calls upon the agency to take enforcement action against all companies, not just Kirkman, that continue to produce unapproved fluoride drugs. It's not just the fluoride drug manufacturers who are violating the law. The nation's largest pharmacies are culprits as well. Fluoride Action Network, or FAN, recently conducted an undercover investigation of the nation's four largest pharmacies, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, and Walmart. The investigation has revealed that each of these four companies continues to sell unapproved fluoride drugs, which not only violates the federal prohibition of introducing unapproved drugs into the interstate commerce, but violates the laws of at least 17 states which prohibit the sale of any drug not approved by the FDA. Not only are the nation's largest pharmacies systemically violating these laws, their pharmacies are providing false information to inquiring customers and concerned parents about the FDA-approved status of these drugs. Many decades after fluoride was first added to drinking water in some parts of the United States, there is still controversy about the possible health effects of drinking water fluoridation. Many people have strong views either for or against the water fluoridation. Their concerns are based on everything from legitimate scientific research to freedom of choice issues all the way to government uh, conspiracy theories. Fluorides are compounds that combine the element fluorine with another substance, and that substance usually a metal. Examples include sodium fluoride, stannous fluoride, and fluoride monofluorophosphate. Some fluorides occur naturally in the soil, air, and water, although the levels of fluoride can very wide or uh, very uh, widely just about all water has some fluoride fluoride is also found in plant and animal food sources once inside the body fluorides are absorbed into the blood through the digestive tract they travel through the blood and tend to collect in areas high calcium such as in the bones and the teeth the major sources of fluoride for most people are water and other beverages, foods, and fluoride-containing dental products, toothpaste, mouth rinses, etc. Because dental products are generally not swallowed except perhaps by younger children, they cause less concern for possible health issues, although absorption still takes place in the mouth, which cannot be left out of the equation to determine health risks. Water fluoridation began in some parts of the United States in 1945 after scientists noted that people living in areas with higher water fluoride levels had fewer cavities. Beginning in 1962, the United States Public Health Service recommended that public water supplies contain fluoride to help prevent tooth decay proving that government control outweighs the citizens' right to choose. We face the same thing with all of the toxic vaccines, which are mandatory in some areas to be given to your, your children, our children, for them to enter schools. 
fluoride is now used in the public drinking water supply to about three out of four Americans. The decision to add fluoride to drinking water is made at the state or local level. The types of fluoride added to different water systems include uh, fluorosilic uh, acid, sodium fluorosilicate, and sodium fluoride. Natural drinking water sources in the U.S. also have some fluoride in them, although the levels are much higher in some places than in others. Starting in 1962, the United States Public Health Service recommended that public water supplies contain between 0.7 and 1.2 milligrams of fluoride per liter of drinking water to help prevent tooth decay. This recommendation was downgraded in 2015 to a fluoride level of the previous lower level of 0.7 milligrams per liter. The the change was made in part to account for the fact that people now get more fluoride from other sources such as toothpaste than they did at the past. Now, drinking water sources in the U.S. have an average of fluoride level of 0.20 milligrams per milliliter, and although in some places it can be much higher. U.S. Environmental Protection Agency has set a maximum amount of fluoride allowable in drinking water of 4 milligrams per liter. Long-term exposure to levels higher than this can cause a condition called skeletal fluorosis, in which fluoride builds up in the bones. This can eventually result in joint stiffness and pain and can also lead to the weakening of bones or fractures in older adults. The EPA has also set a secondary standard of no more than 2 milligrams per liter to help protect children under the age of 9 from dental fluorosis. In this condition, fluoride collects in developing teeth preventing preventing tooth enamel from forming normally. This can cause permanent staining or pitting of the teeth. And the secondary standard is a guideline as opposed to an enforceable regulation, but public water systems must tell their customers if the fluoride level goes above it. States can set maximum fluoride levels in drinking water that are lower than the national four milligrams per liter standard. Bottled water standards are set by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. The fluoride levels allowed vary based on the annual uh, average air temperature in the place where the water is sold. The water in these plastic bottles are toxic enough without the fluoride. However, since the uh, toxic organo chlorines uh, leach out of the plastic into the water, which absolutely multiplies the toxicity to the, to the human body. For bottled water with no fluoride added, the maximum fluoride levels is 2.4 milligrams per liter in places with colder temperatures. For water in which fluoride is added, the maximum allowed is 1.7 uh, milligrams per liter in colder climates. However, in fluoride, if fluoride is added, the FDA recommends that manufacturers not go above 
0.7 milligrams per liter, which is uh, in line with the uh, PHS recommendations. People have raised questions about the safety and effectiveness of water fluoridation since it first began. Over the years, many studies have looked at the possible link between fluoride and cancer. Some of the controversy about the possible link to cancer stem, uh, stems from a study of lab animals that was reported by the U.S. National Toxicology Program in 1990. The researchers found equivocal evidence of cancer-causing potential of fluoridated drinking water in male rats based on a higher than expected number of cases of osteosarcoma, which is a type of bone cancer. There was no evidence of cancer-causing potential in female rats or in male or female mice. Most of the concern about cancer seems to be around osteosarcoma. One theory on how fluoridation might affect the risk of osteosarcoma is based on the fact that fluoride tends to collect in parts of the bones where they are growing. These areas, known as growth plates, are where the osteosarcomas typically uh, develop. The theory is that fluoride might somehow cause the cells in the growth plate to grow faster, which might make them more likely to eventually become cancerous. More than 50 population-based studies have looked at the potential link between water fluoride levels and cancer. Most of these have not found a strong link in cancer. Most, of course, they do their own studies and provide those studies to the FDA. So we are not suggesting that any of them are uh, coherent to something that you might put all of your faith in. Judge, just about all of the studies have been looking back in time. They have compared, for example, the rates of cancer in the communities before and after water fluoridization are compared cancer rates in communities with lower levels of fluoride in drinking water to those with higher levels, uh, either naturally or due to uh, fluoridation. Some factors are hard to control for these types of studies. This is the groups being compared may be different in ways other than just drinking water, so the, the conclusions reached by any a single study must be looked at with caution. And there are other issues that make the topic hard to study. For example, if fluoridization is a risk factor, is the type of fluoride used important? Also, is there a specific level of fluoride above which the risk is increased or a certain amount of time or an age range during which a person would need to be exposed. Osteosarcoma is a rare cancer. Only about 400 cases are diagnosed in children and teens each year in the United States. Now this means it can be hard to gather enough cases to do large studies. Smaller studies can usually detect big differences in cancer rates between two groups, but they might not be able to, to detect small differences. If fluoride increased the risk only slightly, it might not be picked up by these types of studies. 
Small studies by themselves might not provide the answers, but taken as a whole, they tend to have some weight. Several systematic reviews over the past 25 years have looked at all of the studies published on this very subject. In its review published in 1987, the International Agency for Research on Cancer, which is part of the World Health Organization, labeled fluorides as non-classifiable as to their carcinogenicity, uh, meaning its ability to cause cancer in humans. Now, while they noted that the studies have shown no consistent tendency for people living in areas with high concentrations of fluoride in water to have higher cancer rates than those living in areas with low concentrations. They also noted that the evidence was inadequate to draw conclusions one way or the other. Okay, this is why we introduce our clients to our Aging Younger Water Ionizer that connects right to the sink faucet. It is uh, not only has a dual uh, filtration system, one uh, charcoal filter and the other silver filter to help extract toxic waste, it also has an, the electrolysis function that splits the water molecule through the electrolysis process, and the technotrash is split away from the electrolyte molecules, and you are drinking the electrolytes, and the technotrash is diverted back through the plastic tube into the sink. We are not going to expose ourselves to the FDA as to what we are removing, but we conclude that you will have the ability to test your water for yourself straight out of the aging younger water ionizer. We see this as America's wake-up call in that if you do not protect your family, your family in the eyes of the government is not worth saving. Take back control of your health and that of your families by Purchasing today one of our Aging Younger Water Ionizers. Give us a call at 954-742-4430 or go to our website, agingyounger.net, and click on Products and select the Water Ionizer and read all about our Aging Younger Water Ionizer and then click on Purchase. It's as easy as that. Or you can give us a call at 954-742-4430, and we will be able to walk you through it and or take an order over the phone. For years, people said that America has the cleanest drinking water in the world, and this was uh, said by William K. Riley, the EPA administrator under President George H.W. Bush. That was true 20 years ago, but people... What, but people do not realize how many new chemicals have emerged and how much more pollution has occurred. If they did, they would see and have very different attitudes. This is one huge reason for our radio program, and that is to educate the public and to ensure that the public knows, you, John Q. Public, no matter where you are in this world, that you have choices when it comes to protecting your health and that of your families. 
every home should have our Aging Younger Water Ionizer. Remember, our Aging Younger Water Ionizer not only has a dual filtration system, like David said, one filtered charcoal and the other silver, to remove toxins, but it also splits the water through the process of electrolysis with electrically charged plates, one set negatively charged and the other set positively charged. The water that is split by the positive charged electrodes is attract all of the techno trash toxins or pollutants and drains them off back into the sink, which is part of the sink where it is connected. And then the negatively charged plates attract the electrolytes, which is so vital for life itself. So you need to give us a call at 954-742-4430 or go to agingyounger.net and click on products and then select water ionizer. And there is a multitude of links uh, under there where you can learn all about the entire process. You can also reach out to us uh, directly at 954 742 4430 and let us know how you want us to help you. Because some of the diseases associated with drinking water contamination takes so long to emerge, people who become ill from their water might never realize the source. These chemicals accumulate in the body tissues. They affect developmental and hormonal systems in ways we really don't understand. Now, this is said by Linda S. Bertram, who is the director of the National Institute of Environmental Health Scientists in the government's top official of evaluating uh, environmental health effects. These growing evidence that uh, numerous chemicals are more dangerous than previously thought by the EPA still gives them a clean bill of health. In the meantime, the regulators struggle to explain the the uh, residents that even legal drinking water can pose risk. Some of them have recommended that people use home water filters. In this new world, where pollution is so much more common People have a duty to their health as well as to that of their family's health to comprehend the complicated scientific papers that describe cancer risks and that take action in removing toxins from their water. Every year, about 208,000 people, new cases of kidney cancers are reported throughout the world. Most commonly, Northern America, the disease, it, it's, the disease in its various forms killed about 13,000 people in the United States in 2008 alone. Our aging younger water ionizer alone with the dual filtration system, the charcoal and silver filters, the, the ionizer uses the electrolysis process which splits the water into the categories one, uh, from the positive charge plates that removes the toxic waste and then the negative charge plates that collect the vital electrolytes necessary for life itself. So give us a call at 
888-447-4430 or go to our website, agingyounger.net, and read for yourself about our Aging Younger water ionizer. I would just like to say, uh, to uh, make a correction, the uh, correct pronunciation for the uh, uh, director at the time at the National Institute of Environmental Health Sciences is... Um, so that being said, we have run out of time, and I would like to thank everybody and all of our loyal listeners for making us um, a featured host here on Blog Talk Radio. David and I, we we thrive on this. This is our passion to educate others to make the choice of health because we know health is a choice. And if you choose health, know that your body does have the innate ability to heal itself. We will be back on the air next week. Until then, I want to say God bless you all and have an aging younger, a healthy aging younger week. David and Stephanie truly hope you enjoyed today's podcast and learned a lot of excellent information about how to stay healthy naturally. Like the old adage says, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. And with the information you've learned today, you can put prevention to work for you right now. By the way, if you want one-on-one help and advice from Stephanie and David, you can call them at 954-742-4430 or visit their website at www.agingyounger.net today. Thanks for joining us on Aging Younger Radio. Here's to your health, naturally.